0: Plan savings with three lines of T Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. One, two, three o'clock, four o'clock, rock. Five, six, seven o'clock, eight o'clock, rock. Nine, ten, eleven o'clock, twelve o'clock, rock. We're going to rock around the clock tonight. What to so? Join me That's right, we're going to rock around the clock at midnight. Getting into 2024, Johnny Rabbit joins us. Man, I can't believe it's 2024 in a few hours. I can't either. I can't (laughs) either. Well, thank you. Happy New Year, Scott. Yeah, you too. Well, I, I love that song. Man, oh, man, that was one of the greatest songs of the 50s, 1955. And most people saw it first before they really heard it on the radio in the movie Blackboard Jungle. Well, that was a, a movie that predicted the future. And it uh, was Bill Haley in his comments. And Blackboard Jungle opened at the Lowe State Theater downtown. We hope 2024 will bring health, happiness, and prosperity to all our KMOX listeners when we're here about to step into the future hours from now. But in this rabbit report, we're going back to the promising year of our St. Louis bicentennial. doesn't seem that long ago, but it was 1964, which in a matter of hours will be 60 years ago. It's when we got a colorful bicentennial symbol for the big birthday. It depicted the arch and the river, and there was an official medal struck by United States Mint itself. That came about by an act of Congress. I wonder if they had that at Midwest Money. They might. It was bronze and silver. The bronze cost $2.50, $5 for the silver. Plus, we even got a new city flag representing the Mississippi and Missouri rivers with a fleur-de-lis for our French heritage in the center. This remains our city flag today. A lookalike flag license plate sold for a dollar. In 64, you only needed an official license plate on the rear of your car. A lot of people don't even have them anywhere in their car today. And they had plastic flags with the St. Louis flag to attach to your car radio antenna. You don't see many of those anymore. or they cost a quarter. Just like now, at the holiday season and beyond, for our 200th birthday, it was a time for celebrating that included the official St. Louis' birthday to February 14th, and U.S. President Lyndon B. Johnson came to town to officiate at the big birthday celebration at the Chase Park Plaza Hotel. It was packed. Earlier in the day, thousands of us lined the streets to see the presidential motorcade as it crept slowly from the riverfront, this is long before the arts was finished, to the Chase Hotel. No, it made a stop at St. Louis University where President Johnson dedicated a maple tree. I don't know why, but he did it anyway. At the jam-packed banquet, the president proclaimed, the people of St. Louis chose progress, not decay. A new spirit of St. Louis was born. Today you look to the future with new pride and new confidence. That was 1964. Our collective chest swelled with the potential for the great things ahead. But you might have noticed didn't it all work out as planned and predicted. A lot of it did, though. In the entire bicentennial year, there were actually it went on for two years. There were countless festivities and celebrations, such as a, a giant, and I mean it was a giant birthday cake, with 200 candles. It was baked by Teutenbergs. It was in the lobby of the First National Bank to honor the mercantile library that was in that same building. All year, it seemed everyone was out on the top. For food, for drink, and dancing, and sports, entertainment, and fun. Here's a sampling of such places of which none remain today. Some of the many dozens of theaters were Martin Cinerama, 4218 Lindell, and it opened in 63. We had the last location of the American Theater. That was in its fourth year at the former Lowe's Orpheum Theater at 9th and St. Charles. That theater has gone, but the building's still there. There was the Ambassador at 7th and Locust, our first Cinerama Theater. Lowe's Mid-City, the former Schubert and Grand and Olive, the Varsity in New City, the Shady Oak and Clayton, the Crest at 8800 Gravois, and the Rio and Riverview. For sports fans 60 years ago, there was the Bidwills, Big Red Cardinals in their fourth year here. Basketball was hot with Ben Kerner's Hawks. For hockey, it was the Braves, coached by Gus Kyle, playing at the arena in the Central Professional Hockey League. And the Baseball Cardinals, along with the Football Cardinals, Still called Sportsman's Park home. For nightlife in '64, when booze, wine, and 5% beer couldn't be sold on Sunday, we had Jimmy Masucci's Cafe Louis at 3rd and Delmar in what would become LaCleed's Landing. In 1956, Jimmy had been one of the creators of Gaslight Square. Steve Apted in '64, he was of Miss Helling's fame, had the small but very popular Williamsburg style cocktail lounge, his Lordships. That was at 11th and Locust. Trader Vic's was in Norman Probstein's Bel Air East Motel at 4th and Washington. It was the first restaurant here to offer Crab Rangoon. And in the former Petit Pigalle French restaurant, which was in the basement of the Windsor Hotel on Lindell across from that Martin Center around theater, it was a place called, appropriately, Down Under. It didn't last long. The decor was made up of fishnets, bamboo, and all kinds of tropical junk. One of my favorites was the Steeplechase Bar at the Chase Bar Plaza. They featured jazz pianists such as Dave Venn. And on Saturday night, there was a great interview show. It aired for years in KMOX, hosted by Harry Fender of Captain Eleven fame. In Clayton, there was the Artsy Strad, the Stradivarius Bistro. They had violinists and vocalists of the highbrow type. There was a $2 minimum on Saturday nights. In North County, we had the club car at the Ramada Inn and Natural Bridge. The decor replicated the gay 90s. Then on Cherokee Street there was Joe Hurtlic's House of Steins, where Joe played accordion and wore a lot of funny hats. And there was the top St. Louis entertainment district of all time, Gaslight Square. Oh my gosh, there's too much to talk about that place at this time. So if it's okay, we will take you to the square, the original square. beyond compare next Sunday at 8:50 a.m. on KMOX and give you a view. Well, I almost forgot. Much like Charlie Brennan, who Friday hosted our last at-your-service show of 2023, tomorrow from 10 to 1, I'll host the first at-your-service show of 2024. We'll have seven, count them, seven guests to give us some uplifting thoughts about our coming New Year, maybe even some New Year's resolutions. John Cameron Swayze's not around anymore to give us the latest news, but I know who's here. We do have him. It's Scott Jago. He is right here right now and he's right there. Hello, Scott. Hello, Johnny. Thanks for that uh, look back at 1964. We look forward to your show tomorrow. Thanks as always and happy new year to you. Happy new year to you. All right, it is 8:57. Thanks for tuning in to Total Information AM on this Sunday, December 31st. Hold